Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome. It's a Wednesday. It's the Roto Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast, all presented to you by Fantasy Draft. And uh, I always recommend you shoot me a follow over on Twitter at Dan underscore Bach. Yesterday, uh, decided to run a little bit of a free roll over on our sponsor site, Fantasy Draft. So if you're following me, you probably saw that out. Uh, if you were watching the 4.30 show, you might have seen that as well. And uh, and lo and behold, and, and I feel kind of bad about this, but not really, because I earned it, but I won the freaking free roll. Now, uh, admittedly, the top five spots were the ones that uh, paid out tickets and, uh, and got some RG swag, but uh, I had a pretty good lineup. You know, I always participate so you can see what I'm doing on my team. And luckily for myself, put that in the $25 GPP over there on Fantasy Draft and walked away with uh, a cool G+. And uh, that's awesome. So uh, a good day for me yesterday. Uh, and congrats to those other five, uh, four winners, we should say, uh, of that free roll. We run those from time to time here on the podcast. I sh- didn't have the link by the time I did the show yesterday, so I didn't get to mention it on the podcast, but we'll try and do that more often. But uh, if you haven't tried it playing over there, make sure you do. Um, not only are they great sponsors, allow us to to do things like this podcast and the happy hour show, but they got a really fun product differentiating themselves from the competition. The flexibility, I mean, it was a gentleman lineup for me last night, and uh, you got the ability to do those type of things on Fantasy Draft and worked out well. You know, little Giancarlo Stanton, you know, double dong home run certainly doesn't hurt one bit, but uh, definitely want to say thank you to them today. Uh, also, quick thank you here to Buffalo Wild Wings, a great sponsor here of the podcast. And of course, it's that time of year again. It brings us a couple of things like graduations and Father's Day and the gifts that uh, go along with them. So before you buy your dad another boring gift like a tie or the grad a balloon, might be time to uh, ask yourself this. Is my dad or grad like wings, or sports, or better, both? Well, if the answer is yes, then why don't you go and get him a Buffalo Wild Wings gift card right now. You purchase $30 worth or more in-store or online, they're going to give you $5 bonus, which you get to keep for yourself. That's a gift that gives back. How generous of you. Buffalo Wild Wings, wings, beer, sports, terms and conditions do apply. All right, we're going to get into uh, baseball today. We're going to hit up the night slate. The morning grind should have the morning slate covered for you today, Stevie. Make sure you uh, are downloading that podcast. Subscribe to it as well. Uh, but I'm going to hit up the evening slate. And I've been on the money, you know, on pitching so far. You know, baseball this season's kind of been up and down. 
Um, probably a little more down until up until this week, but the last few nights have been really, really solid. Castillo was a guy who I really got behind last night. Garcia was a guy who I really wanted to pick on the night before. Now I get to this pitching slate and I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to like see if the hot streak can continue, but uh, there's not a lot that I am falling in love with here today because on the high end of the spectrum, we've got you know Patrick Corbin for like 13k over on DraftKings on Fantasy Draft. You know he is uh, 25,000. That's a huge number to be paying for Patrick Corbin. Now he's been good, but he hasn't, I think, even been good enough to pay that number. Now if you're playing on FanDuel, you can usually find some value over there to make it work. Um, and it's not a bad matchup against the Dodgers, who've been relatively weak there against left-handed pitching and a great ballpark to pitch in. But I, I feel like there's not a obvious kind of value arm to fit with them. And it kind of goes back to what I've talked about the last few nights, um, especially with, uh, what was it, um, you know, Gant from St. Louis and Sang with Chicago. I just didn't buy that you can win tournaments with those type of arms throwing, even though they're dirt cheap. And they gave you the ability to get bigger arms, but I just didn't think it was worthwhile. And we don't even have anything um, down here at the uh, at the lower level um, for us to even go in. So I don't really see me going there on FanDuel or on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft to play Patrick Corbin. I think I'm going to live in the middle tier again tonight, and it's just trying to figure out those pitchers, which one we want to go with. Now, the first matchup that I find interesting is Porcello versus Tanaka here. Uh, both these guys, you've got Porcello at 10-8, Tanaka at 8-5. Uh, you can pretty much kind of double those numbers for fantasy draft. 16-4 for Tanaka over there. And Rick Porcello is uh, 21K. So it's a bigger number on Porcello than you get Tanaka. And we've got a Yankees team that's red hot. I think they've won like 14-15 or 15-16. And... Um, they're coming in today at a, a minus 176 favorite here. But uh, the thing about Porcello is he's just been a complete night and day type pitcher for the uh, Boston Red Sox. I mean, last year he was pretty awful. The year before he, he was good. He won, what, the Cy Young Award. But this season he has been just great for the Boston Red Sox. And I, I'm trying to figure out whether or not it's real or it's fake, and I, I think it's real. I mean, when you look at the XFIP, you look at the Sierra, and you look at the dominance that he's had against opposing hitters, it's been incredible. 197 weighted OBA, two, or 022 ISO allowed to right-handed pitching. Now, I think like some of these numbers might be a little bit better than they probably should be or are going to be by the end of the season, but this isn't a situation where... Uh, you know, you've got Jarlin Garcia where the BABIP numbers, the XFIP, all those numbers are out of whack. They're not with Porcello. And if you look into the pitch metric numbers, he basically has ditched the four-seam fastball, at least throwing it at a way less um, clip than he was prior. And he's really increased the amount of sliders that he's throwing. And that's been the big difference from last season to this season and it's been super encouraging for him. The K rates, it's not enormous, but he gets a matchup today against the Boston or against the New York Yankees, who have a get this 30% K rate versus right-handed pitching. Uh, that's going to, you know, get 
me uh, excited about playing him today. I, I think I would only play him in tournaments. I don't think he's cash game eligible for me. Um, yet, again, I do this podcast at 9 in the morning. Things can change. But he's definitely a guy who's in my player pool, and I'm buying these strikeouts. It's a tough offense. It's a hot offense. There's no question about it. But Porcello pitched well against them earlier this season, and uh, and I like him tonight. So uh, I like some Rick Porcello. Now Tanaka, on the other end, a really solid K rate against righties at about 27%. But just to give you kind of a difference here, Boston only with an 18% K rate this season versus righties, and you know you've got some pretty solid numbers there with Mookie Betts. J.D. Martinez, Xander Bogarts, even Devers, all with ISOs over 200 versus right-handed pitching. And then Benintendi and, and Hanley Ramirez are not bad by by any measure. Uh, I, I don't think I'm playing either one of these pitchers here today. Um, I think I'm going to likely go back and watch this game. Uh, let me just say, I am going to play Porcello. I don't think I'm going to play um, uh, Tanaka tonight. Uh, I just... I'm not sure that he can do it, and I think this Boston offense is is primed and, and ready to go. I mean, you look at the numbers versus lefties; he's elite, 208 WOBA this season, 065. So that takes you know Benintendi, Devers, and Jackie Bradley. You know, kind of neutralizes those bats, but some of the biggest ones they have are right-handers, and uh, I think this is more of a get-right spot for Boston. So uh, I'd probably be betting Boston if I was into that type of thing, but I'm not. So I'm kind of off Tanaka. He's not my choice today. I guess I'll just get into who I'm looking to pitch. That makes it easier than going through uh, everybody on the slate. But I I think I'm going to uh, Julio Teheran tonight for the Atlanta Braves against the Tampa Bay Rays. And he's definitely a guy who, uh, you know, can can struggle. Uh, there's no doubt. Like he can, the wheels can fall off for him pretty quickly. But uh, over the last couple of seasons, this is a guy who has just been solid versus righties and pretty dreadful versus lefties. The issue is the lefties for the Tampa Bay Rays don't worry me one bit. We've got Denard Span with uh, you know a 338 woba and a 176 ISO. You got Brad Miller with a 135 ISO. Uh, 295 Woba versus righties, and Joey Wendell with a 317 Woba and a 169 ISO versus righties, and Malik Smith, an 068 ISO and a 319 Woba versus righties. None of those guys scare me at all today. So, because uh, I feel like his problem normally is you giving up home runs as well to that handedness of hitter. And the three lefties just, uh, I think, leave a lot to be desired. We've got a K rate of 22% as well versus uh, right-handed pitching uh, for the Rays batters. And it's a great ballpark, a huge ballpark upgrade for him going from Atlanta, which is very hitter-friendly, to Tampa, which is very pitcher-friendly. The bats for them, I think that offense, you know, it's going to be a bullpen game, it appears, for Tampa Bay today. So... Uh, I think uh, Julio Teheran, he's going to be my my top choice today. And, uh, and you know, the K rate or the walk rate against righties at only 5%. Now it's elevated versus lefties. But, again, let those guys beat you because Denard Span, Malik Smith, Brad Miller, and Joey Wendell, if they beat you, well, and so be it. It's meant to be. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen today. So uh, I'm on Julio Teheran. He is going to be one of my guys that uh, I'm looking to use as a, a core starting pitcher tonight. Um, the other option, 
because, uh, again, we need multiple pitchers if we're playing on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. Uh, Gio Gonzalez today is a little bit pricey. I don't, you know, it's San Diego. Um, you know, this lineup leaves a little bit to be desired for sure. The, you know, low implied team total today. The price is up there. That's kind of the worry that we have for him. And I'm just wondering, you know, are these K numbers legit? I, I don't know that they are. Um, I mean, they're all right, but the price is just too expensive on, on fantasy drafting. I'm 22K. Like, I, I think I'd rather go Porcello than Geo if I'm going to kind of go that route tonight. I'm going to throw a pitcher out there, and I don't know if this is a tout spot if I'm touting this pitcher. But if you do need to save today, uh, God, this is, feels bad coming out of my mouth. But I think you could do worse than Nick Pavetta tonight. Okay, I'm just going to throw that out there. I think you could do worse than Nick Pavetta. That's not a ringing endorsement uh, by any measure. But you've got this San Francisco team who just cannot get it done versus right-handed pitching. We saw it again last night. Um, and I think we could see it against Aaron Nola, and we could see something similar here today, a K rate of over 20%, an ISO of 0.108, uh, a WOBA of under 300 you know, versus righties. Now, Nick Pavetta is not a dominant um, pitcher by any measure, but so far this season, 31% K rate versus righties here today. And again, this is going to be a lineup that's probably going to have at least four or five of them. You're going to get a pitcher spot as well. I think you could do worse than Nick Pavetta. I mean, the XFIP this season is 394. That's a pretty impressive number. And the same reasons I like Nola yesterday, where Nola's biggest problem is versus lefties. And with Pavetta, it's absolutely a problem versus lefties. A 393 weighted OBA. Um, you know, and, you know, a 16% K rate isn't particularly great. A hard hit percentage, uh, or excuse me, a uh, exit velocity over 95% on 36% of the balls that are hit. So lefties have really gotten them good. But again, it's Grigor Blanco, it's Belt, it's Brandon Crawford. All three of those guys. And, and Belt might be the one guy to kind of consider if you want to go the other way. He's been pretty good versus righties. But, you know, Blanco, Crawford, Alan Hansen, don't worry me that much. So Pavetta at home. Uh, I can kind of give him a little bit of an endorsement. I think he's on the list. So, um, you know, my player pool for pitching today, I don't think I'm going to go Corbin. I think he's too expensive. Uh, it's probably going to be some Porcello. It's going to be a little bit of Nick Pavetta. It's going to be um, some a lot of Julio Teheran. And then you could throw Alex Wood in there, but I'm not a believer. It's a good ballpark, but we saw Arizona hit up Rick, Rich Hill a little bit yesterday. And I just don't think he pitches deep enough into the game. He's probably viable at the price, though. I mean, 7600 on DraftKings and 14.8 on Fantasy Draft. I actually think that is fairly viable, but um, I don't know if it's like tournament winning upside. Does he have more upside than Nick Pavetta? About the same, at a little bit more price, higher price, I think. Uh, I guess he's playable, but I don't, I don't see he him being a lock and load by any measure tonight. All right, that's what I got for pitching. Let's get to the bats for us tonight. We're going to look at uh, catcher first because those of you playing on DraftKings, uh, you got to have a catcher. Fantasy draft, you don't, unless, of course, you want to play Gary Sanchez. But I don't know if this is the slate to, to do that. But, again, I'm kind of paying down at pitching, so you can do that. Now, obviously, if you're playing Porcello, you're not going to do that. 
Um, but you can. Uh, the, the guys that I'm probably looking to play today, I think Salvador Perez in Kansas City against Andrew Kashner, uh, assuming you know he is behind the, the, the plate today. I like him a good bit today. Uh, and then Mike Zanino against a lefty and Jaime Garcia. I think Zanino went yard yesterday. And anytime he gets a lefty, this will be, what, two nights in a row. Um, I don't mind him. Home runs in two of his last three games. Only 2,700 on FanDuel as well. Uh, 6,400 on Fantasy Draft. Uh, but those are, my, those are my catchers that I'm probably looking to play today um, in, this, uh, in this late slate tonight. Uh, okay, over at first base, and again, on Fantasy Draft, it gets so much more interesting where you can play like a number of these guys. And you don't just have to pick one like you do on DraftKings. So, uh, you know, I think, again, I'm, I think uh, Eric Scoglin today is, is just awful versus righties. He's just awful in general. And Baltimore's been a team that hasn't been very good. This might be a spot for them to get right. And, uh, you know, leading off, if Trey Mancini is leading off today... I think he's a name that I'm looking at. He's been really good this season versus righties, or excuse me, versus lefties. Uh, you know, over the last year and a half, not quite as good. But you know, Scoglin is just—he's just dreadful. I mean, 392 WOBA since the beginning of last year versus righties, a 224 ISO, uh, an average exit velocity over 94 uh, or 95 miles per hour on 41.1 percent. Uh, of hits, hard contact, 42%. So he does nothing good against righties. So getting a number of those Baltimore bats into your lineup tonight at home, uh, this could be a spot where it works out for you. So Mancini, I think he's a guy to uh, to look at. You know, you get lefty on lefty there with, uh, with Chris Davis. He's really cheap, but I don't particularly see him as the way that, you know, I'm looking to go at that position today. Uh, let's see, we've got, um, and then Mark Trumbo, he's also first base eligible versus the lefties. I think he's better than versus righties, but, you know, again, a big home run bat and a guy who doesn't miss a whole lot of bats there in Scogland. So a 3.8K. So give me Baltimore. You're going to hear me talk about them a lot today. Goldie versus a lefty and Alex Wood. Uh, again, anytime we get Goldie versus a lefty, you take it. He's only 3,400 on FanDuel, which I think feel is kind of interesting. 86 on Fantasy Draft and 43 on DraftKings. Again, we should have the salary to make it work. Concerning thing with him is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Last seven games, he's got one hit to his name. And that's in 7, 11, 14, 17, uh, 21, 25. One for his last 25 uh, but the good news is he get a, did have a double and two runs scored yesterday. So uh, maybe it's the beginning of something for Goldschmidt, but not a great ballpark to hit in. But uh, if you're looking for power spots, he's definitely a guy who could fit the bill. Ryan Zimmerman has incredible numbers versus lefties over the last, uh, what, season and a half. Let's bring those up real quick. Uh, it is... Uh, what a 313 ISO and 419 weighted OBA. So uh, he gets Joey Lucchesi, who's actually been pretty pretty decent so far this season. Um, but his numbers, especially power numbers versus righty, is not very good. ISO over 200, uh, Woba 310. So uh, I think he should be fine in this spot. Not the best ballpark, obviously, to hit in, but uh, the handedness matchup you're looking for. He certainly fits. And then, you know, Toronto tonight, they get Wade LeBlanc. 
Uh, Justin Smoke in this matchup at 3,500 over on DraftKings and on Fantasy Draft at 6,400. Feels just a little bit too cheap. Okay, moving on over to second base. Jonathan Scope, I think he is one of my favorite guys uh, on this slate. I was hoping, you know, maybe last night he could have a hit a home run. Didn't, but the hitting starting to come around for him. He got off to a wicked slow start this season, but uh, and we haven't really seen the power manifest itself yet, but uh, at least we've got now hits in, uh, you know, three consecutive games, five hits in the last three, and uh, just an excellent matchup versus Scoglin in a decent you know, salary on him today. So uh, Jonathan Scope, one of my favorite choices for us here tonight. Um, other second baseman, uh, again, if you're on fantasy draft tonight, I don't see me going too much in this spot. There's not a lot that's standing out. Cano looks a little bit cheap uh, here against uh, Jaime Garcia. And, you know, lefty and lefty, we saw that yesterday. And he was just fine with 12 fantasy points, two hits and four at-bats. So uh, I think he's probably more talented than that than that salary is, you know, set up. And and Ozzy Albies, uh, of course, you know, looking at some Atlanta bats, Albies is a guy who's really expensive. He's over 5K on DraftKings, and that's one of those algorithm plays where I sit there and be like, Ozzy Albies, like 5K, and then you break it down, and he's got a 467 weighted OBA versus lefties this season, 328 ISO. Uh, you know, dude's just raking you know contact rate 82 percent hard hit rate uh 38 percent so you know he and Acuna at the top of that order throw Freddie Freeman into the mix uh it's a pretty good start you know the ISOs again this season pretty small sample size but still 326 250 and 247 uh against lefties so uh a game though that is probably going to be bullpen for most of Tampa Bay you don't know how many at-bats he's going to get there uh, but if you've got money to spend, you can do worse. Because I don't think most people are going to want to play Albies um, at that price point. So uh, I think there's definitely a case to be made that uh, that we can look to him, despite him being really, really expensive tonight. Uh, Whit Merrifield, again, Kansas City versus Kashner. Kashner, I just don't believe in. Um, but are we going to see back-to-back games of them going ham? I, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, all right, moving on uh, over to third base, and we saw the Moose hit two home runs last night, and he's gets Andrew Kashner today, so it could be an opportunity for him to uh, to keep that going. I gave you some Danny Valencia last night, and I played him on my fantasy draft team because he was dirt cheap, and guess what? He's 6K again tonight versus a lefty, so I think he's back in play, 3,100 on DraftKings, and uh, yeah, if you need to save, definitely. And again, back to the reason why I like fantasy draft is we've got Donaldson today versus Wade LeBlanc. Um, and LeBlanc's had some trouble uh, versus Toronto in his career. Let me see if I can. I'm pretty sure I got the BVP numbers up somewhere. Uh, I, DVP. Uh, well, can't find that up at the moment. But um, anyway, I mean, just just little doubt in my mind that um, – that Donaldson, yeah, he's kind of banged up, but this is a real better matchup. I mean, they got they got no hit by a lefty in Paxton yesterday, and then they're going to play Wade LeBlanc, another lefty. Like I feel like LeBlanc is going to look like he's like throwing underhanded versus uh, the Toronto Blue Jays tonight, and uh, I'm a pretty big fan there of some of those Blue, Jay, Blue Jays bats tonight, and Donaldson in particular. If you can pay up and get him in uh, – that's the handedness of pitcher we want to kind of get our exposure to him on. 
Uh, Anthony Rendon, you know, we talked about really good numbers for um, Ryan Zimmerman, and they're probably even better there for Anthony Rendon. A 317 ISO and a 429 weighted OBA. Um, you know, just huge, huge numbers. Contact rate of almost 90% against lefties. So definitely another name that I, I think we can throw into our lineups here tonight, whether it's a one-off or you want to stack up some of those big bats. Definitely a little bit better when you can get him into your lineup. Uh, all right. I think those are the third baseman I'm looking at. Let's continue on over to shortstop. And, you know, Xander Bogarts versus Tanaka. I'm, I think, you know, uh, he's definitely in a interesting spot here tonight. Uh, doesn't, you know, decent enough lineup or hasn't been great lately. Um, but it's just who are our options that we're comfortable with. So he is a payup, but he's a guy that I think we can consider. If you're not playing Corbin today, maybe you take Chris Taylor, take a shot on him in the leadoff spot, going to get a few extra at-bats. Hasn't been great lately, so there's definitely some risk there, but a guy who does it at the top of that lineup and uh, you know runs scored are usually in the mix for him. Um, and then we could go to Trey Turner against Lucchesi. I talked about him last night, how... His bat is certainly starting to heat up, but took an over yesterday. Um, so we'll, we'll see if that uh, continues. And then, you know, I actually overlooked the obvious choice here because I still, for whatever reason, feel like he's third base eligible. But Manny Machado here tonight. Uh, I'm all about the righties for Baltimore. He's a righty. He's probably their best righty. And he seems kind of overdue for a home run. He has not hit a home run since... Uh, the 27th of April. So uh, I think he might get one tonight. So give me some Manny Machado today over at shortstop. Okay, into the outfield. Last uh, spot for us to look. And I'll give you some BVP numbers here real quick. And the guy who's got the best BVP on the slate comes against Porcello, and it's Brett Gardner. Too bad Brett Gardner looks completely washed this season. But he's cheap. 14 for 49. Three doubles. Um, two home runs. Uh, and three walks go with a handful of RBIs. Some of the other BVP that's really good, Denard Span versus um, uh, my kid from uh, Atlanta. Uh, my kid from Atlanta. Oh, man. You know who I'm talking about. Uh, Tehran. Uh, he's got pretty good numbers there in that matchup. Uh, 13 for 35. Two triples, two doubles, and a home run. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt, three home runs and 26 at-bats against uh, the lefty for L.A. tonight. J.D. Martinez, these are pretty good numbers. Seven for 12 versus uh, the against uh, Tanaka with three home runs and two doubles. So a ton of hard contact for him in that matchup. And uh, let's see, Hosmer, two home runs and seven at-bats uh, against... Uh, Geo, and those are probably the, the better numbers that we've got on this slate. Just trying to see if there's anything else. Yeah, that's probably it. Josh Donaldson, four for nine, four home or four for nine with two home runs against Wade LeBlanc. So again, pretty good numbers there. Um, but back to the outfield position. We don't want to, you know, there are definitely things to note, but not something that you'd necessarily build your lineups around. Uh, you know, Adam Jones in that middle tier at 3.6, he's a guy to consider. Again, love the righties, love Baltimore to, to potentially put up some big numbers here tonight. Um, J.D. Martinez at 5K against Tanaka. He's just, you know, pretty much locked in at the plate. A.J. Pollock against Alex Wood. 
you know, he's lefty on lefty, but that doesn't really worry me too much with uh, with AJ Pollock. He had a home run again last night, and you know, so far this season, you know, 372 WOBA, 297 ISO, and actually that's since since the beginning of last season. And if I called him a lefty, that was wrong. It's righty lefty. So AJ Pollock, he's absolutely fine tonight. Again, I think I can get these big bats in because uh, I just don't see me pressing that button for Patrick Corbin here tonight. So, uh, so yeah, he's definitely a name that I can look at today. Uh, Ronald Acuna um, against Yarborough. Um, definitely, this is not Blake Snell and Acuna. You know, definitely huge upside bat. Tough environment to hit in, but uh, yeah, he's still. He's still raking right along. He's not hitting home runs every at bat, but uh, we haven't even seen you know the speed that he has manifest itself. So uh, definitely looking at him a little bit tonight. Um, think those are the guys. Uh, Nelson Cruz against Jaime Garcia. I mean, I'll give you the numbers because you know that's what we do here on this podcast. But you know that he's really good versus lefties, and since the beginning of last season. It's a 365 Woba, 219 ISO. The contact Woba is 481. And what that is, is that's the weighted OBA when he makes contact. So um, when there's that big of a spread, it means, you know, there are certainly strikeouts that can happen for him. But when he does make that contact, it usually goes a long way. So, uh, so yeah, he is definitely a guy that uh, I think we can look at against Jaime Garcia. Not a big strikeout guy is uh, Garcia, 18%. And, you know, Cruz is 69% contact rate versus lefties. So that's where the trouble kind of comes in. So we really want to play Cruz when he gets those lefties that just don't strike people out. And Garcia is not trash in that department by any measure, but uh, pretty good chance he might take him deep here tonight. Uh, okay, there you go. That's it. It's a quick little evening slate for us. Uh, you've got Mangone on the podcast the next couple of days um so uh, keep him company and make sure you head on over to fantasy draft and play over there we appreciate you guys who have already done that it means the world to me and our sponsors and if you like the job that i do on this show or you like the happy hour show you like the free content pay it forward and make a deposit and play over on fantasy draft tonight and uh good luck in your games moving forward and uh, we'll talk to you next week here on the daily fantasy fix podcast see you everybody The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Yeah. That's Hugo tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.